Welcome to Chica and the Man. And I'm your co-host, Sonia Iris Lozada, and I am Chica. And I'm Alex Greenwood, and I am the Man. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this month's Chica and the Man. So Alex has been on hiatus for two months because he's really busy, but I am Chica. And I'm the man. Still, I'm still the man. I don't care what you do. You could bring your sister, your brother, your neighbor, the, the cat, uncle's brother's dog. I'm still the man. You are still the man. No arguments there. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> I like what are you drinking? You. He's got it's a- Friday when we're recording this. In your, it's right after it's it's happy hour. I had to get a haircut at, after work. So it's it's happy hour. So I'm drinking a vodka martini. Actually, yeah, vodka martini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's the only kind of martini I could stomach. I cannot stomach gin. gin. Yeah. Oh, makes me. Well, when we finally get together and if we do decide to have one drink together, because I know you don't like to drink a lot and, and I shouldn't either. We maybe we could go to a place that can make us a both, or I'll just come over. I'll just bring some stuff up or whatever, and I'll make you. I make a wonderful martini offline. My dear friend here, Chica Sonia, and I were talking about. Um, I got to get back into it. I got to kick kick ass and help with this show more. It it's not because I don't love Sonia, folks. It's not because I don't love you listeners. It's just as the great late great John Lennon said, "Life's what happens to you when you're busy making other plans." And uh, and, and that is our topic for this month is life and how life happens. And offline, I was telling a lesson that I learned this month because I've always, I've been an actress for many years and I wanted to do A, B and C and all of this other kind of stuff. And then when those 10 auditions came in four days and mind you, it was a one-time deal. It hasn't happened. What I realized Actually, I had another audition right before we started recording the show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. For a commercial. And then what happened was I didn't prepare for that. And I was talking with a friend of mine who's transformational coach. And she was telling me, you got to prepare. Did you tell your job this is happening? Did you do this A, B and C? And I think that that's where we want things and then we get them and then we get overwhelmed. And I think it's just because we don't prepare. It's like, yes. Okay. What happens if you win a million dollars? Are you going to quit your job? Are you going to buy a house? Have you planned? Everybody's going to be asking you for money. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. What, what, how are you planning? Do you have an estate planner? Do you have, those are things that you should prepare for when it comes and it's an easier it's a smoother transition into having those things you want instead of being overwhelmed with them. And so I had one audition yesterday and then late yesterday, they told me I have to have another audition in by five o'clock today. So I did that and I got a little overwhelmed because I had the zoom meeting with the transformational coach. I had the, my brother did well, now it's going to be last month's podcast when this airs. And I had, you know, my mom, oh, you know, life happens. My mom is now in, in the same place, but they're giving her hospice care. Yeah. Oh, my friend, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And so. Oh, geez. That oh. one I've been preparing for, but it's, it is very hard and. She, 
she it's where you could tell she's wearing then she got covid oh she's i know and so she's fine she got my mom is resilient yeah. that woman she has fallen down twice and had blood injury you know her brain injuries which was oh bleeding. no and and she overcame that and in the hospital the doctors were like well you know you want to say goodbye or and no but she came bounce right back twice so oh. but this one it's you know her her spirit is strong but her body is going oh, i am i'm just i'm so sorry that's all i can say i am because yeah. i know you adore your mom yeah I mean, you know i've written enough poems about her about her right yeah have uh, is she do you can you communicate with her well or is it kind well, of well she you know she's she's lucid at times so mm. that's why it's like it's her body it's not you know first it was her mind because she has dementia mm -hmm. but every you know everything is just breaking down she's going to be you know her birthday's coming up in two two weeks yeah. so if she can make it to that, that would be great. My sister's going to Chicago. I'm getting eye surgery. What's that all about? I I went and got, okay, I get headaches. I get severe headaches at times. And so they sent me over to an eye doctor to make sure that they could give me this medication because it blurs your eyes. I go, oh, no, you're not going to blur my eyes. I already have that problem. So they had to test it and then they tell me I have cataracts. I'm like, I don't have cataracts. And I looked in the mirror and I go, oh, my God, I have cataracts. <laughs> I thought cataracts you get when they're like 80 or something, you know, mm, you know, and you're far from that. But the good news is that's great, because when they get rid of that, you're going to be seeing so much better. That's what I, you know, my, they it hurt. It doesn't hurt me. It scares me because one of the things that I did not know, they tell you, you cannot look down for five days. I go, what do you mean? I can't look down for five days because it adds pressure to the eye and it can slip the lens. And I said, but what if I drop something? Then if you could squat and pick it up or you leave it there. And so everything has to be at eye level. So I cannot look down at the computer. I, I am going to be so bored. So I'm planning on I have books that I want to read and so everything's going to have to be up high. I have a tablet holder that I, I put on a, a tripod. So if I could read my tablet, it'll be right there. I have such an inappropriate joke I could tell, but I won't. Oh, okay. You could tell me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's been going on here. Oh, and sweetheart. Oh, my God. And I'm a bad friend. And I I, I didn't realize and and. Although, and I'm not castigating you. you, we're supposed to tell each other if we're having something serious go down, but I know you were saving it up for this, but I, ah, dear, what can I do to help you? Um, there's nothing really. Nothing, nothing. No. I mean, it's like, it, there's nothing in my control that I can actually give to someone to help me. Right. Help me advertise when the episode comes out. That's you know. I, well, I I tweet it and then I Facebook it and all that, but I but maybe yeah, maybe I could kick in some money in the kitty. Yeah, and that you know what I think just doing the social media is great. Well, I do do it. I don't always tag you, but I do it more than you think. But but not enough. But but I also even for my own, I realize people start tuning you out if all you do is like, "Was at my show, buy my book." So you got to be careful. Yeah, but I will do that. I will do that, my dear. But seriously, if I can help uh, in any way, or just you know, we don't have to be. 
this is the thing, listeners, you don't, we don't have to record to be friends. You know, we can just, you can just call me if you want to talk, you know? Okay. Well, I, yeah, no, that would be great. Cause when I, I was looking at our numbers and so I, I was wanting to talk to, to Alex, but I, I saw the numbers like back at the end of the last month. I go, no, I, I'm not going to bother him. I know he's super busy, so really I'm not going to talk to him until we do the show. But we already took care of that. But I, share, I, I shared the one with your sister. And by the way, if your sister is listening, oh, my goodness, you are magnificent by the way you're she is so good and you two are so good together and just listening to you talk and i'm just i'm just kind of like i just kind of like pulled up a chair and doing this number i'm just all like tell me more this is great can't yeah. wait to hear your brother yeah he's he is more subdued he is nothing like my sister and i hmm. but, but extremely intelligent and so we talked about warranties <laughs> It's oh wait, it's like the people who called me today and said your car warranty's out of no 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 no. We I have an eight-year-old car, by the way. Of course, it's out of date. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, no. He talks about that. You know how we we talked about something like this in a previous episode about buying warranties when you buy electronics and stuff like that. Mm, and mm. he's a fix-it guy, so he does not by warranty oh he's the dude who can fix anything isn't he yes oh yeah 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 what is i'm sorry what's his first name jose jose i love it yeah aka joe right isn't that aka papo is a, huh? is a papo is a very popular spanish puerto rican name really i think more most people that i heard wow. that are called papo are uh, puerto rican it actually no that's paco paco comes from francisco but i don't know how he got that name honestly i don't think it comes from jose if my brother wanted to be a writer he's got the perfect name jose antonio losada <laughs> either that or he could star in a soap opera in mexico and i'm not I'm just kidding but come on that's a great name isn't that a great name oh my god that is so good um is he your big brother, little brother? Uh, well, he's my immediate family because I have half brothers and sisters. He's in the mm -hmm. middle. The poor guy. No wonder he's quiet. He had two really outspoken sisters surrounding him. <laughs> well, I I'm just glad I'm your friend because if I was your brother, I think we would have a, a definite love hate because I'd be competing against you all the time. So, oh, really? I see. I don't I don't compete. It's like if someone is like great, it's like I'm OK with that. We used yeah, to fight I, a lot when we were kids. Though. Well, okay. Boom. Just like my sister, my baby sister. Oh my God. She chased me around the house with a knife. I mean, it's just, that's, oh, sure. It's awful. Oh, well, I was heard, horrible. Well, you heard what my sister used to do with my brother on the car. Yes. That's it's why like, when I, when you said, when I was dying. I meant to tell you that. It, it just killed me. I love that. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Repeat. Tell everybody. I, I Just real quick. Okay. If you haven't heard it, go listen to the, 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 that episode. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. What happens is my sister and my brother used to fight as they were growing up, but they had a, they loved each other. You know, they were like fight, but it was more like play fighting. And then they would hug each other. They were a lot closer because I left home at 17. So I didn't really, I, I left very young. And so my, you know, the family that was together, I was, you know, they, they worked more with each other. But I remember one time we were, oh, uh, he would have a habit of diving into the cot. We were poor. So, you know, he didn't have his own room. It was like a, one of those rollaway cots. And so he had a habit of running and diving into the cot. <laughs> my sister would fold the legs up. So all he would do is jump and slide right off. 
Oh my God. I, oh my, it's so funny. Oh, and he, and you were, you know, he was like, freaking Evelyn, and he knew it was her, and you knew I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but that's what you do. I, I, I mean, I was one of four, and I was second of four, and my sister was the baby, and I'm not proud of that that I tormented her, but my older brother tormented me and we didn't have any money either. I mean, we, we, we had six people, one bathroom. I mean, that's all you need to hear about how we grew up. So, but, but, but anyway, I, I was enchanted by that with you and your sister and you know, you really, I hope, I hope you didn't run her off because you should have her on more often. No, she really had a good time. And yeah, it was nice to talk about Chicago because I mentioned some of my friends that I grew up with in Chicago and I, you know, I still am in touch with them. Mm. So, and then I said, Hey, we mentioned you on the podcast, give it a listen. And then one of my friends came back to me and there was something that we used to do. In, was it the seventies? Yeah, I think seventies. Yeah. Cause that's when I was, I don't want to say how old I was, <laughs> but <laughs> we used to take babushkas. Do you know what babushkas are? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Okay. For those of you that don't know what a babushka is, it's a, it's a Polish scarf and the women would wear it tied in the behind and uh, behind their neck and it would have flowers. And you see a lot of Russian and Polish women that would wear that. And what we used to do was take those scarves and do the triangle still and then tie it around us and do like a halter top. We would make a halter top out of them. And yeah, the 60s, it was no 70s. Yeah, I'd like to see photos, please. Oh, I doubt I have those. I mean, those are ancient. I, I wonder if my mom. Oh no, wait. I do have a lot of photos, but truth be told, I didn't. I didn't see any of those. Mm. I wonder what happened because we could when we when we moved her into the home. I have like a whole thing of pictures that I still have not scanned. You'll go through them. Yeah. yeah. If you find one when you're in that outfit, I want it. Yeah, it was like and the bell bottoms, you know, because I it's like I. I, I idolized all the hippies. I thought they were so cool. I mean, mm -hmm. when the hippies were around, I was a little kid, but sure. they were just so cool. And I wanted yeah. to walk barefooted like, like they did. And my mom goes, you're not walking barefooted in the streets. No, you <laughs> step on a, you'll step on a pop bottle. That's you. Uh, yeah. Pop. I, you know, if you're in the, from the Midwest, you call soda pop. Uh, and you know, she goes, there's glass, people spit, dogs pee and shit. You're not walking barefoot. I'm like, oh, OK, I'm not walking barefoot. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, what cured me. We had dogs growing up and this is nasty, but that's what cured me barefoot in my own house is because I once but not once, but many a time stepped in the indoor dogs, fresh leavings and it squeezes between your toes. Oh. And it's so disgusting. It sounds as oh, OK, that that dog in my house would have had his face in the shit. Uh, see, th there's a reason to this day I don't love indoor dogs. And people think I'm a monster because apparently in this society, by the way, if you don't love dogs like they're a human, there's something wrong with you. Um, that's one reason why I don't love dogs for that reason is because I've stepped in their shit over and over again. That's why. Yeah. Outdoor dogs. I love outdoor dogs. I, I, I love I I. I would not leave an animal in the heat, in the cold outside. No, wait, wait. No, I knew you would do that. No, I, <laughs> now that's not what we did. No, I'm just saying, though, my parents had these yappy little chihuahua dogs that would just run all over you. And then they just shit with abandon around the house. And inevitably, 
you'd step in it. Yeah. And it squeezes between your toes. Oh, God, no. Come on now. You that tell me. And did I okay. mention we have one bathroom? What if somebody's in there when I need to clean my toes off? <laughs> well, you know what? Why am I telling this on a podcast? I don't, I don't know, but it's it's gross, but. And filthy. It's, it's life. <laughs> it's life. Back to oh, our topic. Yes. And have you ever gone on a diet and then realized it was the wrong diet for you? Are you getting at what I think you're getting at? Or? I I did this diet that was called the the cabbage soup diet. Oh my god, you did that? <laughs> well, you know what that will do to you. Well, now you do know what that did to you. Oh, oh, it was worse than that. Oh. Because I made it according to the recipe, but I said, you know, I can't just eat like cabbage soup for three days. What I- am I, a babushka? <laughs> I need to get some protein, but I didn't feel like chicken. Or I put beans in it. Oh, are you, oh my God. Oh, my God. I'm glad I didn't live in your house. I I didn't even want to live in my house. I mean, wh- it was wh- I, I carried an aerosol. Oh, my God. <laughs> for, for three days and I canceled anything I had. to do. I could not leave that. I was in so much pain. Oh my God. It was it's, really good soup. It tasted really good. <laughs> you know, actually, I remember my mom did that and I tasted it. I thought it's not bad, but I didn't eat it in volume. But the, what you did there is like the behavior you're talking about that happened because of it. It's like my friends, if that happens for whatever reason, my buddies and I, guys, will just text each other and go, I've offended myself. <laughs> That's Damn. pretty bad when your own, <sighs> right? And tell the truth, you offended yourself, didn't you? It was that. I bad. Had walk around with air freshener it was awful i'm crying I'm like what the hell died in me <laughs> you made me spit up my drink thank you you win you win today oh my god you just you saw me i did i thought i thought oh i think the audience heard you too but oh my god i mean and you know i'm gonna go back on a diet again because i use the damn pandemic as an excuse to eat whatever you look great you were adorable no thank you but i want to fit back in my clothes i don't feel comfortable is that why you don't wear clothes during these because you can't fit in them i'm joking yeah (laughs) t-shirt it's too hot to wear it's a tank top no that's a tank top Yeah. yeah It's just too hot. Oh, and LA is yeah. normally not humid. It's a little it, humid. It's hum- Well, I was telling everybody offline. I was telling you offline. Um, my office is basically an attic in my house. It's a hundred. It was a hundred today. And I had to like literally tear down because my company sent a bunch of equipment. Like this is personal equipment here, but my company sent a laptop, uh, a monitor and a camera. I had to take it down to the basement where it's which stays pretty cool here and they were all looking at me today because i had meetings all day and they're like and nobody said anything but my it's basement's like, it's a, like a bar and it's kind of <laughs> and there's not there's not one square inch that's not got silly crap on the walls and, and i had to like go like well this topless picture of jillian anderson from the x-files covering <laughs> her boobs has got to go i moved that <laughs> well i don't need them to all know i'm a star trek nerd so you've got to go captain kirk mr spock you got to go oh i don't want people making fun of me because i like sting your autograph picture has to go i love sting i love sting too i've seen him more yeah. than any other artist anyway i had to move all that shiz and then we did the thing and 
anyway, it, it, we had the meetings and people were like, but nobody said anything to me, which I really expected. But yeah, it's hotter and shit. But so you're humid there? Yeah, uh, California is the desert, so it's normally dry, but mm. it's humid. So it, I actually really wanted to go swimming, but I had like four, three or four, one, two, three, four, four, pot, four Zoom meetings today. And it's tough, the, yeah. Yeah. So and people then I wanted you. Yeah. And then I needed to do uh, the, the self tape. That's what I was going to say. No, wait. Do you have a, like a, a pool? Yes. You little vixen. I didn't know you had a pool. Oh, yeah. There's a pool outside. Believe me. Mm. I want, I, I just bought a new bathing suit because I used to be thinner and I was able to wear bikinis. I cannot wear bikinis anymore. <laughs> Well, you can. It's just you don't. It's not going to look good. <laughs> no, I, you know, 20 pounds. I'm only 5'4", so 20 pounds is a lot of weight. Well, I was going to tell you, you know, I got down to finally to, uh, which is funny. This is funny. Uh, I did the COVID-19, right? I gained 19 plus pounds, but I just finally got back to the weight I was in, in 2019, which was. 2019 so um but i still have to lose 10 more pounds or nine more pounds but still but i get it like i i don't wear my bikini right now for that very reason <laughs> what my banana hammock is in the closet i will not put it on and i'm going oh. to vegas and I'm, I'm going on vacation soon and i'm going to vegas but i will not wear them no you know and most of the guys i know wear those swim shorts i you you, you know i don't really have you don't have a speedo actually when i was a younger prettier man i i had kind of, but they, it was a square speedo it wasn't like a it was let's just say this way it, it, it they were form fitting and it wasn't embarrassing but they but it wasn't like the, the little the, tiny the, the little tiny embarrassed yeah i can't do that uh, no no so um you were telling me offline that you put your podcast on hiatus. Yes, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And when when do you think those will come back? Well, they both basically went off late May, early June. Um, PR after hours will not be back in any way, shape, or form, at least until October. Uh, mysterious goings on. I may dip in when I have a spare moment here and there, but it really will not be back for season 10. Wow. Until October either, really. But mgopod.com, prafterhours.com. But uh, I, sorry, I had to get that in there. But uh, there's a whole back catalog. There's tons of them. And although, guess what? I got a call from a PR guy to, uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And he represents a small publishing house in St. Louis. And they have a stable of about 20 writers. And he said, we heard about your show. Uh, what are your parameters? And then I, this is the stupid thing. They said, what do you charge per interview? I said, oh, no. We don't charge. We're just happy to have authors on the show. And then I went, gosh, dang it. Why did I say that? I should have said I at least 25 bucks a hit something, but I didn't. So, yeah, I don't even know what that goes for. I know that if you get a popular podcast, people start asking that. So um, I, uh, Mysterious Goings On does. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't like to advertise it too much because people who aren't sophisticated. Oh, that's that sounded bad. But people that who don't understand terrible. But people who don't understand, they're like, if it's not Joe Rogan, if you don't get like a million downloads a month, why? Well, yeah. most ninety nine percent of podcasts get fewer than like five thousand downloads a month, and even the shows that make it, shows that even do like between a hundred 
and 800, 900 a month are actually cream of the crop. They're like the top three to 4% of podcasts. And my show is definitely, I know your show Poetic is. Poetic Resurrection, yeah. It's like, you know, it it, it really switches because I was doing four episodes a month, even if it was me checking in and doing a five minute podcast and I switched it to twice a month. And then it's like, wow, my numbers just dropped. Well, because out of sight, out of mind. But the, yeah. the point is, the good news about podcasting, though, is listeners don't typically go unsubscribe. They just, it, it just doesn't pop up at the top of their feed anymore. And now that I've took, quote, unquote, a real job where I don't work for myself the past, I got to admit, my podcast listening time, it's just gone. Uh, I, I don't have time. And, and, and I hate to say that because I am. I'm an OG podcaster. I started podcasting when I was six, but I get people who, one, if you don't have a commute and two, you got a job where you can't just have it on. you got to focus on what you're doing. It's I've tried. So what I do, I put mine on like the first thing in the morning, sometimes at bed at night or while I'm making my lunch, having my lunch in the break room, AKA my kitchen. Um, I'll, I'll do that. But listen, Poetic Resurrection is is in that top 5% of shows. And at Mysterious is too. PR After Hours, it's probably in the top 10% of shows. But um, so, I, you know, I, PR After Hours was a labor of just like trying to promote my business. I'm a PR consultant. But I think I may have told you, I'm probably not going, but after, after having my own business for 12 years, I'm probably, and I'm taking this, this side job till October, till, till October. I may not go back to PR at all. I may go, I may go back to, I may just start doing, con, excuse me, I saw, I hit the mic. I may do content creation and get out of PR altogether. I'm just tired of it. And, uh, and the thing I've, is, that that's a nice shift too. I think so. It's about writing all kinds of copy and ghostwriting books for people, which I've done and speeches and anything they want. And you uh, can help. make a lot of money with ghostwriting because they pay you well. Money. I do. I do. You know, I know I, some famous scriptwriters who do ghostwriting for another script, and so mm-hmm. you know, not everybody that was an Academy Award actually wrote the script. Yeah. Uh, and because you're never going to make royalties, you're never going to make money on it, so that you get paid a lot of money up front to do it. I well. just started a, another podcast, which I was telling you about. And I've been in the entertainment industry for a long time. So throughout the years, I've I've known people and I've met people and I go, you know what? I don't have my friends that are in entertainment on a podcast. And I got the idea from a podcast you and I did called Overheard at Chica's Cafe. I go, what a great title for a podcast. And so this is my, um, I have my first one, which I already recorded. I just have to edit. And I have like um, the cafe and then I found one with a big picture and then the they're I'm having them record their own, you know, hi, I'm so and so and you're listening to overheard at Chica's Cafe. When does this debut? That's what I can't decide because this podcast comes out the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't want them to both come out at the same time. No, you're, yeah. And I and my other one is the second Monday and the fourth Monday. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should just do like every 15th or something. So maybe mm-hmm. every 16th. Yeah, I think or so. Or the second Saturday. How's that? The oh, second, second Saturday two, of a month. Two second Saturday for Overheard at Chica's Cafe. Yeah. yeah. So I got this guy. Oh, who's yeah. Old school jazz. Uh, actually, like rhythm and blues. Mm. Motown sound. 
And his name is Jerry Bell. He's going to be my first guest. Oh. And he was in a band called Daz Band. He's a solo artist. He just re- uh, released a, uni- uh, a single on Universal. Daz called- Band? Daz. Daz. Yeah. yeah, no, it's seriously Daz Band. Yeah. You know, dance and jazz together. That's what Daz is. I didn't know what Daz was. Uh, you're, you're not going to believe this, but I think I used to know of a band way back when called the Daz Band. It may not be the it same It is, band. yeah. It that was, guy? He's on your show? One of them, yeah, because it's a Jeez. band. See, you know? I've been replaced, everybody. <laughs> I bet <laughs> he's like as... good looking and sexy, too, isn't he? This is a... Uh... No, this is for Chica and the uh, overheard at Chica's. I understand that, but you know when that show kicks well, ass, they're gonna be like, "You're my celebrity writer friend." Oh uh, well, you're, yeah, well, we all know how that ended, right? <laughs> but, I'm just um, one coronary away from success. Yeah, and so, oh yeah, don't say <laughs> that was. Don't, I didn't. I didn't mean that in a bad way. No, and um, then I already have a second guest lined up. I'm gonna have Uli Beya from Rosa Motley. Uh, he's a musician. Have you heard of Mo- Oza Motley? I'm sorry, I haven't. They're so freaking good. They, really? Oh, yeah. And they're huge in Europe. They're an L.A. band that that travels great. They have, you know, they have a horn section. They're extremely talented. Hmm. Okay. They, they, they get played on the radio. I mean, you know, they're just uh, they've won a Spanish Grammy. Uh yeah. What the hell? Really? Yeah. What? Well, see, did, uh, Sonia, we should talk offline. Y- you may need to just move on from your Midwestern loser pal and, no, and, and, no, and have these famous. Well, yeah, I'll still be your buddy. But and so I have that and, you know, I'm doing it once a month because I, you know, I I just created a whole website for it. it's so much. Wow. Fun. You did? I created a website for it. I did the social media. I go um, away for a month. And what happens? <laughs> the world changes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's what's going on there. And well, I'm very proud of you as usual. You. And well, because you can't keep a good woman down. I mean, you just you just go and you got so much going on. But uh, I just have so much love for you because you're going through a lot of hard stuff. And then, you know, I feel bad because I had to kind of check out and but you're like, well, I'll be here when you get back. I got shiz to do and I'm going to do it. And you're doing it. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, thank you. And it was I got it from the last time we did an episode. Perhaps I'm your muse. Who knows? Because you know what? As I was editing it, I go, wow, this sounds like somebody. I felt like I was overhearing two friends at a cafe talk. That's what we do. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Your sister thinks so. Yeah. And then, you know, so she really likes, uh, she goes, oh, you got to keep going. <laughs> you got to keep going with that guy, that, that middle-aged white guy. Uh, you, you may be the only person in the world who wants to hear from another middle-aged white guy. And so I, I, I thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> and he's, he's younger than me people. So <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, so <laughs> And but anyway, so I'm doing that. And so I have him on for the first uh, episode. So let me t- at, let me ask you one more thing. And I and I did. A you, real can, you can you can uh, she's doing all kinds of oh, go I, ahead. What are you doing? Oh, my I, God. I, I that's a ghetto thing. And I <laughs> I'm you know, I'm very I grew up in the hood, but I, I don't act that way. That's 
I never did. Well, I, I, of course, I'm sure you're aware that I know all about the hood, as you call it, <laughs> as a middle-aged white gentleman. By from the Louisiana. way, Louisiana. I, I'm not from. What is that? Do I sound like I'm from Louisiana? No, 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 no. I'm no. from Oklahoma. <laughs> I, Do I sound like? I, did I call say. you? Did I call you Cher? And I'll say I'm gonna no. have some. Creme, no, I was going to say creme brulee. That's stupid. Uh, so I'm going to have some crawfish etouffee. No, no, I'm from Oklahoma. We're a bunch of dumb hicks. Please continue. Go, go, go. Oh, I got upset with some people that moved into the building. And I, I got so mad. I was, you know, when you're really stressed and people are like, they're uh, abusive and kids that are, you know, it's so I, and then my member upstairs, he goes, Wow. What did you do? I just let this. I like, what the hell do you think you're doing? And it's. (laughs) Wait, wait, back up. What happened? Oh, they I don't want to really talk uh, too much about it, but we've been kept up to midnight people swimming and screaming in the pool. Oh, that's that bullshit ain't happening. No. And I had had it. And I'm like, and I and then they take the pool like if it's their private pool and say they're all freaking day. And we were trying to go down and they actually feed in the pool. So I don't know if they did that to keep us out, but they stayed in the pool two more hours after that. And how do you know they peed? I'm sorry. They, did... they, they said so. One of well, the did... guys, one of my neighbors and I were going to go and hang out by the pool. And so we said, I'll meet you down there. Then they were teasing. One of the kids was teasing another one about peeing in the pool. And that's how we, we found out. So you didn't actually see a little boy whip out his pecker. and No, 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 no. They were girls anyway. Uh, oh. So, so no. And I said, you know what? And I, I was so mad because everybody had kept me up and mm-hmm. like every night and it's uh, the whole buildings complained, which is sad, you know, because all you have to this building is actually a really wonderful place to live. Yeah. As long as you're very respectful and considerate of your neighbors. That's the only prerequisite. That's you tough. Know? Yeah. And they were not. And everybody was complaining. And because we're like. The pool's in the middle of all the apartments, so sure. everybody was hearing it. Hmm. So probably it, echoes a little bit, right? Oh, echoes big time. Yeah, that I've stayed at hotels like that, and you could just hear it bounces off the walls. The walls and kids, you know, and I'm patient with kids, but after ten o'clock, no, no. I mean, the pool closes at ten, and I I even went out there and gave them for warning to stop screaming. They went out there at ten p.m. And they're underage. They should not have been by the pool. We don't have a lifeguard. They should not have been by the pool by themselves. So, I mean, it's just a slew of things. But right now it's okay. (laughs) I'm cool with that. But yeah, I went off and I was pissed at myself for going off. But you know what? It's like enough is enough. Obviously, a kind word, you don't listen to kind words. Mm. You know, so and then the other neighbor came out and goes, well, I've he's lived here for like. 15 years he goes i have never seen you angry i go i re- i never really get angry i get annoyed with people but then i'll you know i relax right. and be centered because i'm responsible for my actions you are but i just i you know sleepless nights with them constantly making noise and my mm. apartment is right by the pool i do not want to see angry chica no I, and I and I don't stay, you know. And I know. Yeah, you know. I it was just like I had it, and I I wrote to the manager. I've had it with these people. <laughs> so, 
did it have an effect apparently are they calming down well they had to because there were rules in the building Mm -hmm. for everybody we all obey them because that's how you know you get along with your neighbors we don't we're not loud we're not it's a very quiet building too so that happening was like twofold because it's a very quiet building right um but yeah it was sad because i even you know told like it's too bad that all you have to do is be respectful it's not that hard consider it i know and you know and listen i need you to get this straightened out because when i come visit and i want to go lay by the pool with you i don't want a lot of rug racks pissing in the pool first of all and making a lot of noise can you take care of that before i get there please (laughs) thank you yes definitely because i can't because if i start doing it it's like oh hello typical you know no 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 and and then also you you, you're a guest so and that was the reason another thing that i was upset about was these people are guests they don't even live here (laughs) yes i thought they just i thought they moved in and they were just no 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 no. there's one person that was with them that's a tenant Uh, and then but everybody that they've brought into the building that thinks that they run this whole area are guests they're, they don't even live here. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. a real big issue. Yeah, th- th- this is the kind of behavior that leads to somebody storming the Capitol because they don't like that they lost the election. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. You're like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. If you're listening and you think that was all good behavior, I, I'm No, sorry. because you know what? Switch that around and make it ethnic people doing that. We would have been shot down and on site on site. So, no, I mean, that's unacceptable behavior by anybody. Anybody, anybody, (laughs) you know, so. um, Yeah. Any more life stories this month? Uh, You know, I. I... Hmm. Well, the the employer I'm working for has floated the idea of me for a, a permanent job, but I will see. I don't know yet. Can you do so, permanent part-time? No. The job they're floating is, is actually a very flattering offer. If it's an oh. offer, it's not an offer though. It's the person who had this very top level job is leaving and we like you and think you could do great. Would you even consider interviewing? I said, yes. And they said, we'll let you know in a couple of weeks. So uh, stay tuned for that. But if they uh, do it and they don't offer it to me, well, there's that. Or they may decide eh, it's not quite the job that, Alex thinks it is so that so I don't know so if it doesn't work out but I have a plan B which is like I told you offline is just to go back to maybe not being PR consultant anymore but to doing some content creation and writing and and all that but anyway point being we'll find out so life 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 well that is part of life too it is part of life um uh, but I will say this about my job about life is that no matter what happens let's say Let's say my contract's up September 30. And even if I got hired to stay on at this company, it would not be working with the team I'm working with now. There's like seven or eight people who I, I like almost all of them very much. I'll miss working with them day to day. They, I mean, I've worked since January with them and it'll be nine months. It'd be like carrying a baby. Uh, but I guess I'll be the one who gives, who is birthed out. <laughs> I'll be the one who's like, Leave the nest. Farewell. Um, <laughs> out of the womb with the view. So I, I, I'll miss them, but that's okay. I, I would not trade this experience. I will. I wouldn't trade the experience of meeting new people who are good professionals, but also of 
kind of breaking myself out of my little slump I've been in. Because when you work for yourself, so do you know, you get into habits. Not all habits are good habits. And then the third thing, I'll miss a regular paycheck. (laughs) Yeah, you know that I have a regular job too. I am part-time on it. And Mm. then, you know, my acting subsidizes my regular job or, you know, I might get a project here or there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, LA is not, cheap and I I, mm. I I reported the money I made because I always do because I don't want to get penalties at the end of the year because of my insurance mm-hmm. and my freaking insurance went up again I mean your SAG your SAG insurance oh I wish I had SAG insurance oh you don't have oh, oh. no I, I pay for it out of pocket oh shoot um I I have how can that. you get SAG can, how do you get that you have to make twenty five thousand dollars <sighs> You always make like twenty four nine nine nine. I know. I used to be that way. I would almost like almost make it. I even said, "Can you?" To my friends, I go, "Can you just hire me?" And you know, for like a half a day, if it's voiceover, you could do half yeah. a days. Yeah. But I go because I want to make my insurance, and and it would be real close. But now I'm not even close to twenty five. Oh, jeez. No. Well, shoot. I mean, if if they count it, um, print jobs are non union. Mm-hmm. That's, they're non-union so those don't count towards the insurance because right, i've right. made good money on that this year right but that doesn't count towards it but we're not going to go into what kind of print this is folks just use your imagination it's always a grocery store <laughs> or a car a lot of fresh fruit let's just or say. pharmaceutical <laughs> oh my god yeah that's what i'd get it like is viagra right for you and i'd be the guy trying to throw a football you know, but he's really old and, you know, he's, he can't that that would be me because get it. It's a metaphor the throwing the football. Yeah, he yeah. can't. You know, he's going to drop the ball. Get it, ladies. OK, well, I... <laughs> he is so freaking goofy sometimes. I just how many of those drinks have you had? <laughs> I just had one, but I missed you. And, and... Yeah, I do, because I. You know, I thought that we weren't going to do this month. And then my brother stepped up. And so uh, I got And then two- today you texted me, even though I was a shit to you yesterday because I screwed up. And then you're like, hey, you still have time. And I went, yes, please. Because I was like spending all day going, how am I going to make this up to her? I know she's mad at me. And that's what you say. You don't stay mad long if you care about somebody. I know you. But and and I just I mean, I wish I could just reach out and hug you because you're such a sweetheart to me. Thank you. Well. Offline, we were talking about, you know, statistics and podcasting and all of that. And then I said, should I do this? You know, I I was actually thinking of putting this show on hiatus. Mm. Should I do it? And then you don't show up. I go, maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's telling me that I should should just put the show on hiatus. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, but then I, you know, I had a good conversation with my brother and I adore you and. You know, even if it does go on hiatus, we'll always keep in touch anyway. You're damn right. Yeah, but we're not. We don't have to go on hiatus, though. No, we don't. I don't think so. I think. Look, I, I mean this. I'll I'll figure it out. And it, it just, I I I've been very stressed, but that's no excuse because you're my buddy, and I want to take care, and I want to honor my commitment to you. But I did. Now June, I I begged off, and you know that that yeah, was and then, yeah. I, and that's when I got my sister. Yeah, which by the way. 
She's like, remember Regis Philbin, his and Regis and Kathy or Regis and yeah. whomever. Your your sister is like the like like Joy Philbin. She's the fill-in, in my opinion. She should be, <laughs> she's the the woe man. She is she's great. Um, I haven't heard your brother yet, so we'll listen. Yeah. Um, although, although I don't know if he's like, all right, I did this one, sis. I'm not doing this ever again. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, he does, he's very private, so. I, he says, I don't know if I want to do this. He told me today. I'm like, well, I'm glad I set it up with Alex just in case. And uh, but but now I have to. Pop. But then I said, it's just a conversation. That's all it is. That's well, let me is. Let, can I tell you a quick story? Sure. So, oh God, I'm old. OK, back in uh, around 2001, I had a, a weekly three hour call in radio show on AM radio in Oklahoma City. And there was going to be one week. I had a buddy. He's still my, one of my best friends, Mike. And anyway, and he would be kind of come on and be my sidekick a lot during the show. Well, there was going to be a week I was taken off to go on a trip. Uh, and it was Vegas, I think, but it was kind of work-related, semi-work-related. Anyway, I think that's what it was. It doesn't matter. So he was going to take over. And I said, well, you got to get a guest because three hours is a lot to fill waiting on people to call, especially on a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was all off. And I got my my old buddy Chuck from the police department. He's just he's just retired. And he's going to tell me all these great stories about solving murders and all this. I was like, oh, that's great. Great. I said, I said, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll call in. Let me I'll call in. And I did because I was going to be at the airport. I'll call in. Okay. So apparently Mike gets going and he does, he's, he's got three hours to fill. He brings Chuck on and he starts asking him these questions. And I, I mean, it's literally, he's like, Chuck, you, you were a 25 year veteran detective in the police force here in town. And I know you, you've seen your share of stuff. So I just love to know what's the toughest case you ever had. And he goes, well, I had a lot of, a lot of tough cases. He goes, well, can you name one? He says, and, and he goes, well, there's a lot. And he goes, so my buddy goes, well, what about uh, the, the Smith versus somebody case with the thing and the thing? How was that a serious case? And, he, and Chuck just goes, yeah, it really was. <laughs> and it was all like one to five letter or word responses. And Mike is sweating bullets. And the producers just, this, Mike tells me this later. The producers just look at him like, why? WTF, what are you? And this, but the guy got on, and I'm not saying your brother did this, by the way, but the guy got on and he just froze. And he was also became afraid that he shouldn't say much about police stuff, even though he's retired and it's probably fine. And so I called in, I said, Hey, it's, it's Alex. Uh, and he, he told me later, he goes, Thank God you called in, at least gave me a moment. I said, Why? He said, Chuck was awful. <laughs> And I said, so you did that for almost three hours? He goes, yes. I said, please tell me he said something. He said, the most he said was, thank you for having me, Mike. It's been fun at the end. That's been fun. <laughs> I know. You know what? When we want to tease our friends, mm. we, we, we pretend we're like bad interviewers. <laughs> it's so true. How do you feel? Fine. Fine. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard that... Uh, you had some crazy stories of your time on blah, blah, blah. Yep, I have. Would you care to share any? Oh, I don't know. That's just the worst. And, and by the way, you and I both have 
done shows. We interview a lot of people, both of us. Mm-hmm. And we've, we both had, and this is where, by the way, if you think, by the way, oh, I could do a podcast. Maybe you could. But if your show depends on guests and pulling information out of guests and getting a conversation going, not everybody is as good at that as they think they are. And I'm not tooting our own horns here, but we're, Sonia and I are pretty good at it. Can't you tell? Look at listen to us. We're just blah, blah, blah to each other. Well, you know, I've had guests where they were quiet and they were, ner- you know, they're nervous. I totally get it. So what I've done is I, I changed the subject. I yeah. just mm-hmm. I'll say, you know, let's talk about blah, blah, blah. Right. That's and right. then when they start warming up, I take all that. That was the blah, 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 blah. And I cut it out because that wasn't necessary for the interview. Right. And then they're, they're relaxed, but it is hard because, you know, we interview writers and poets and sometimes they don't, they're not talkative they're, people. They're very introverted people. A lot of the time, you know, it's funny. It's like the reason why, and if you're just the first time listening to Chica and the man is Sonia came on my show and we just hit it off. I just felt like she was my, my sister from another mother kind of thing. I just felt like we just clicked. We did click. We did. Click. Yeah. We, we, we like each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean anything untoward. I just mean we like each other. And and I, I love listening to her talk. And I get such, this is funny, folks. I've never met her in person, but I get such energy from her. And I got to be honest, she'll tell you this. Sadly, a good half the time lately, especially, I've just been like so tired mentally. And I'm like, I just don't think I'll be any good. So I dread going on because I don't want to embarrass Sonia. But it's like, I get on with her for 10 minutes. And it's like somebody just, not that I've ever used heroin, but I imagine that what that must be like because I just feel like it's tremendous, like feeling of goodwill and a good time. It's it's fun. It's nice. Thank you. Well, we started out that way too because you were yeah. tired very tired you know so it you know it does and i think that when you have the energy and you like someone it mm-hmm. just automatically you start getting energy because we only do this once a month so we at least we talk once a month so yeah it's like uh, being married you only do it once a month <laughs> that came out of his mouth not mine <laughs> tell me i'm wrong listeners anyway yeah. no it's 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 true. And, uh, you, you know, but since the topic is life, which stays crunchy in milk longer than most cereals, I will tell you, though, since the topic is life, and I know, Sonia, you're dealing with like a very real life event with your mother. And I don't mean to bring this back to bring you down. No, no, I, I just say it to say that um, what a blessing your mother has in all of you children who adore her so much and are looking after her as she eventually will begin her transition to the next level of whatever yeah. this may be. Well, she and, was such an incredible mom. Yeah. Tell me, tell me if you don't mind, mm-hmm. as we start to kind of wind down, but here, I would love to hear like one great memory of your mom, but when she was fully vibrant herself. Oh, you know how pe- <laughs> my mom would, she she was not allowed growing up to go out dancing and any of that. They were very strict with her. So she allowed me to be able to go out dancing. And I danced. I used to dance salsa music all the time and always be out. But one time she went away and she, my mom is not a drinker. One time she went to a Christmas party for her company and she came home and she had maybe two drinks and <laughs> that threw her. That was it, huh? That was it. So she's walking home and every she like the ground looks like it's really far below her. So she's like stomping. (laughs) (laughs) 
and I'm at home. Oh, I was so pissed. I didn't know where she was. I'm sitting at the kitchen table because that's where the entrance door was. And my leg is moving back and forth. Where have you been? I have been worried sick. And she, <laughs> and she started laughing. She goes, now you know how I feel. <laughs> I was worried she'd never, you know, my mom was always home or she went to work and sure. she's just, I never, ever question how much she loved, oh. loved us. No, never. Because actually I had to learn that not everybody loves you because I was used to having my mom love us, you know? It's true. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, she had a lot of funny, she used to dress up and scare us. Like she would put a sheet over her head and chase us around the house. Me and my friends, my friends used to love coming over the house because she would chase us. Like she played, pretend she was a monster. She, uh, you know, like a ghost or something. I love but, it. No, she, there's a lot of stories with her. She came from a musical family and, you know, so she sang and her brother would come over with the guitar and they would play and sing. So that, you know, there's, there's a lot of beautiful memories. And I have that on, on tape that I'm going to edit. I need to change it from VHS to DVD. Can, then you can put that audio on one of our shows sometime. Oh, maybe. I would love that. Would you? I Yes. Yeah. It's in Spanish, yeah. but yes. <laughs> well, you could translate it for me. Oh, you could yeah. just say, Alex, she's saying you're an idiot <laughs> and don't talk to my daughter anymore. Um, yeah. You know, I, 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 I love your mother already, not only because she's your mom and the way you speak about her, but she did the whole scaring of children. Now, you know, I'm a big Halloween guy. Yeah. When my little girl was little and all her little friends, I would do this thing where, um, I would pretend like I was transforming like Lon Chaney into the Wolfman and yeah. I could contort my face and go. And when they're little, you, you see a grown up do that. And folks, you can't see my face, but I, I would. And I would do that and chase them around and they just loved it. And they, in fact, they, they expected it after a while. So every time they, you know, little friends would be over, I, if it was after dark, I had to be the Wolfman. Um, it got to where I got really tired though. That's, oh that's, yeah and the way they want you to do is they come and they just stare at you like well are you yeah. gonna do it are you gonna do it you- and, and i'd be like well the other thing now you know i may have told this before so you know my daughter's turning 14 this year and, and you know when she was a little younger like a lot younger five and six or seven for a couple of years i rented the batman costume mm-hmm. and now she didn't know it was me and when she was really little she really thought daddy knows batman and she and and I remember she'd say, Dad, you're not gonna believe this. Where were you? Batman was here at the party. Where were you? And I'd be like, oh. actually, honey, he's a friend of mine. I was out watching the Batmobile because I didn't want anybody to key his his the car. Car. Or or something. And she was just like, Oh, dad, that's so great. I just wish you could have seen because all my friends. And so I did that. I got these pictures of me with her and I'm picking her up and I'm, you know, and all this stuff. And so the other day I said, Hey, you're turning 14. Um, you know, I still got Batman on speed dial. And she said, No, Dad. I said, What? She says, Dad, no. I said, He's he's around, he'll do it. She goes, I know it was you. And I said, <laughs> What was me? I said, Did you ever see? Batman and me in the same room together. She said, that's exactly my point. I said, because I'm watching his car. And then she's just like, I can't. And she walks away. <laughs> you know that you can actually rent the Batmobile 
In um, L.A., you can, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's like for like City. an hour. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, if I had had that back in the day, she'd still believe it to this day. But I had the good costume, by the way. Not the, you know, not the, not the absolute, ones. Yeah. not like the little, yeah, but but it was probably the upper middle of the road costume. So it passed. It passed muster with five, six, seven-year-olds, that kind of thing. But yeah, uh, I'll never forget that because I would come in and I would say, citizens, I understand it's Caroline's birthday. <laughs> all right. I've got some things I want to tell you before I go. You know, I do some party tricks and all that. And I don't stay too long. You don't stay too long because they get to know you. They, it loses the effect. I'm an actor. But you know this. You know this works. But I always would say it always ended up like the you know, three times I did it. I'd say you must all children to properly celebrate Caroline's birthday, I want you to do three things for me. Obey your parents. <laughs> go to bed on time. And brush those teeth. I don't want to see any jokers in your teeth. Do we all agree, citizens? Yes, Batman. And I'm like, my work here is done. Caroline, carry on. And I just go. And it just brought the house down every time. It was so great. Oh, see, that's, you know, it's like, that's what, and now you see parents are on the damn cell phone. Oh, it's no, like, no. you know, how could that they're little, only they're only little for a little while. For a real little while. Yeah. And you know, it's and it breaks my heart when I see that. But then one time, ooh, one time I saw a guy with blaring music behind a baby. I'm oh. like, he's gonna lose his hearing. Yeah, and he goes, Well, thank careful. you for carrying. I mean, I'm like, you know, that that to me is child. What well, it's, 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 yeah, it's just dumb. Um, well, dude, you're making the child death. That kid is going to have a yeah. hearing problem. It, it, He's developing right now. Right. You yeah. Know? It's like, Hey dude, that kid's you're a child, a, a small human. It's not an accessory. Okay. Yeah. And so I said something and I knew, and he got annoyed with me, mm. but I told him that kid's going to have hearing problems. You came and blaring it like a boom box. I'm That's like, bad. who even carries a freaking boom box? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you put the put the boom box in the baby Bjorn and leave the baby at home. Yeah. Or wear a damn headset. There you we, go. The rest like, of us don't want to hear your music. I, I know. That's right. <laughs> well, anyway, we have been way. This is like one of the longest oh. podcasts we've done. Oh, my. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go. The, the girls will be home soon. All right. OK. Well, well uh, OK. Well, thanks for taking me back. <laughs> Everyone have a great month and we'll see you next month. Right here on Chica. And the man. Bye. You've been listening to Chica. And the man. I'm the man, Alex Greenwood. And I am Chica, Sonia Iris Lozada. And we'll catch you next time right here on Chica and the man. <laughs>